Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We are the lads from the Chilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. We're so happy following the blues. We love you, what more can we say? Welcome along, we have got an hour and a half of chat and uh, opinions coming up for you over the next, well, one and a half hours. But, uh, thank you to Board Sports for sponsoring us and to our good friends at SAS Autos and Boards the Labour Club. You did see the flag on uh, the other day. Well done. And of course, Garrison Coffee Company. Thank you very much indeed, Guy. Okay, so tonight we've got an absolute legless. Uh, Danny Sonner couldn't make it. Paul will go into detail. Not Paul, sorry. Mr. Rowe into details in a moment why, uh, what, why he couldn't. And uh, we'll just crack on with the show. Of course, we welcome guest, legend, and superstar that is Paul Devlin. Mr. Floor. No. Uh, Hey, third time looking. Along with an old Motley Crue, Brown. <coughs> Mr. Robe. Hello, everyone. And, of course, Mr. Shee. Good evening, all. Great win for the Blues. That E2-1 win against Preston away. That's what we want. We're, we're, we knew one was coming. Um, and we looked good. We looked better. We're looking better every single game that we're playing. Opinions. Yeah. <coughs> Paul, your opinions. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's a real Paul Paul Devlin or Paul Lipkiss. There's two. <laughs> 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 classic, classic. Um, Devs, I'll take yours first. Yeah, your connection's not that good, uh, Nick. Though. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of a bad connection. No, oh. I'm mean, fantastic. Obviously, I think that that's that's three unbeaten now and, and, and back back to back wins, which is always always great. And like you say, we're looking a little bit more more solid each time we go out there. I just um, you know. I'd like to sort of add a few more goals to the uh, to the team, but uh, no, I mean you, you can't ask for much more. That two, two wins on the bench, so going in the right direction. It, it was a two-one win. That's the three points in the bag. Is that, is that ten points now we've got? Eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Eleven. Yeah. yeah, it's plus Five one. Goals. Yeah, plus one goal difference. When did that last yeah. happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. been a while. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're looking. Um, we're looking. What, sorry, go on. Watching on, on on Saturday though, you, you saw, I saw. A better shape, a better, uh, uh, the whole formation of the team. Everybody seemed to know where their jobs were, where their responsibilities and their roles were. And it, and it just looked a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're certainly a lot more organised defensively. And we have been all season, to be honest, since he's come in. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the league started. Uh, obviously, what we were saying before was, and everyone's more or less saying, is that we were lacking that attacking threat and that cutting edge. And he seems to have brought that in now. Uh, certainly looked better going forward with Lecco. Um, and McGree as well, with um, you know San Jose in the back three on Saturday, uh, pinging the mm. passes forward. His quality is, and a really good player. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, we, we 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 look good, and we played Duke to his strengths as well on Saturday, didn't we? He was holding the ball up. Mm-hmm. He had the pace of Leco yeah, on the one looked, side, yeah. and then better in the second yeah. half. And 
yeah, no, we, 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 it's looking good. And, you know, you, you don't want to get too carried away, though. We've got Wickham at home, obviously, coming up. And yeah. you'd like to think we can get three wins on the trot. But it's the Blues we're talking about, innit? Yeah. yeah, but you, usually the ones where you think, oh, we've had a, we've had a good couple of weeks here, we've got a great chance of winning. They're normally the ones we mess up, don't we? And, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're getting beat. So, you know, you can't take anything for granted. He's, you know, he's he's putting his stamp on the team now, Karanka. So hopefully he can, he can build on this, you know, good couple of weeks that we've had. Definitely. Yeah. 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 But uh, like, yeah. like I said, the first, first win up at Preston for a long time, because they've been a burger team for a long time, haven't they? So it was a great win. And it surprised me, you know, how many people on the social media and the, the Super 6 and all the rest of it, a lot of us did actually put us down to win. I know I, I yeah, put us down yeah, to yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. But, mm. um, yeah, you know. I think I as, well, as well, Mark, I think that team selection, that team selection that before the game kicked off, it raised a few eyebrows, didn't it? There's was quite a few well, surprises. Like you say, Paul, I mean, um, Cogley coming in. I didn't see that one coming. No, um, me neither. McGree getting a start as well. Um, yeah. yeah, it paid off. It's a yeah. brilliant result. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really pleased with that. Lots and lots of comments coming in. Uh, um, Linda says, uh, Dev should be looking a bit bushy. I'd take the aftershave back and get a refund if I was here. <laughs> uh, the Dev looks like he's going to grant me three wishes any of these days. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could. I wish I could grant a few wishes. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, just a couple of minutes ago, once once lots of Barry Rice stories tonight, Devs. If we uh, if we possibly could have a few of them, oh, yeah. But you can't. You, the, the best ones are you can't tell them, can you? That's that's the problem. No. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't got five hours. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Shout out as well for Everage's save at two one. Obviously, to stop it going two two, that was just a great save that he tipped over the bar, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was on. He's, he's going to be a great yeah, goal man's goal. Yeah. Nigel Mansell. Nigel thoughts on it. I, I think he's an absolute quality goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He is, yeah. yeah. No, he is. I mean, you yeah, know, you Dev, I mean, you can tell me this, but a good goalkeeper wins your leagues, doesn't it, and gets your promotions and stuff. Oh, it, it, yeah, it's, it's massive, you know. They're always the first ones to get criticised because you can't hide as you're a goalkeeper. You know, you can be a centre-forward and miss three chances in a row and then score score your fourth one and you're still the hero. You can't get yeah. three goals in, in a row and then save the fourth one. So, no. you know, it's, it's a really specialised position and, and it does, it just breeds confidence. You know, what you look at all the good teams down the years, they've, they've always had a good, solid goalie. And, and I look back in my however many years watching the Blues, and we've probably been blessed in that position as much in my lifetime, you know, with the likes of David Seaman, Tony Cope, and people, people, people like that, Joe Hart, Ben Foster. You know, we've had great keepers down the years. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, a vital position. Absolutely, yeah. 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 I think we did yeah. well to get him, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we did yeah. well. Okay. So, sorry, Nick, your connection's bad. What you say? We did well to get San Jose as well, to be fair. I think he had a great yeah. game, I did. Yeah, I think, was, I think he's... Well, when you, when you think about the players that didn't start the game, I mean, Colin was on the bench, Friend was on the bench, Clayton was on the bench, Hogan mm-hmm. was on the bench, mm-hmm. Beeler was on yeah. the bench. You know, these are players that were starting week in, week out, not so long ago. Yeah. Well, it'd Hogan, be interesting, it'd be interesting to see if he puts them back in, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Back yeah. In, yeah. Didn't Hogan start, Paul? No, no, Stukovic started. Yeah. Do we yeah, think he meant that overhead bench. kick? Do you think that overhead kick was a shot? You know, he's a six when he overhead kicked it. Think he went to shoot there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to believe. Yeah, You've got to believe, Paul. It a shot, was it? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nigel just says, uh, like, I was looking at steel. Um, 
And Dave yeah. Fries are coming in already. Uh, yeah, great goalkeeper. Hi, everyone. Keep what's on, said Nicholas. Evening, all, says Matthew. What was Barry Fry's pre-seasons like? I don't think we've had that one for a while. Dunstable Downs and just run, run up and down Dunstable Downs until you throw up because it was on his doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, that was it, really. yeah, you'd, have to, you'd have to go from Birmingham down there. Really? Uh, I, mean, I was lucky, really, because I didn't, I didn't do a pre-season with him. He signed me halfway through the season, and then obviously he, he went at the end of that season, and Trevor came in. But I spoke to the lads about it. It was just, I don't think there was any uh, anything technical about it. it. Was right, get up their mills and just just run till you fall over. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, and just going back to the keepers as well, Graham's just reiterated that, we, that we've always had top keepers. Yeah. Uh, and we've got another one yeah. now. Yeah, Crikey. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's some fantastic. Mm. And, and, you know, a solid defence as well, obviously, as well, doing it, having a solid defence. Beyond you as an attacking player, I'd imagine, again, as well as a, yeah, we, a good you know, goalkeeper. Everything's built from the back. I mean, ultimately, your forwards always always get deployed. It's because at the end of the day, they do the most difficult thing that there is in football. They score goals that win your games. But, mm. you, you know... You're never going to do any good as a team unless you've got a decent defence midfield and forward line. You know, you've got to have it all yeah. room. No use having a brilliant defence if you don't score any goals. Yeah. No. So, you know, we're, we're going yeah. in the right direction. I'm not getting carried away, but we're going in the right direction at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It's the, old, um, it's the old cliche of having two good players for every position, isn't it? And um, the squad look together, don't they? Even those who aren't, who aren't starting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just look a bit of unity about the whole lot. And I think Dean and Roberts as well are performing really well at the moment as well. I mean, they're playing Dean, really well. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Dean's yeah, been brilliant. Yeah. Mm. And Roberts, I think Roberts had a good game, didn't he, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, your you centre-half pairing's vital. You know, it's, you know, like you say, I mean, you, you need them to be a pair as much as you do if you're playing the front. So, so you know, it's, it, it's great to see. That. I mean, they've, they've played together a long time now, so they should have, they should have a good understanding of each other's as games, you know. I've been a bit critical of the pair of them at times down the last down the last year or two, but it looks like they're getting a bit more a bit more solid and a bit more togetherness now. Yeah, and do you think having averaging goal behind yeah. them probably helps a bit more? Yeah, about... I mean, listen, you know, it's, if you're confident in the keeper, you know, with regards crosses coming in the box or if somebody gets through one on one, it you know, it's, it's, it makes a massive difference. You know, you might just mm. go for those little passes or take those chances that if you weren't quite that confident. You know, you, you'd probably stay within your comfort zone. So, yeah, obviously yeah. they look like they look like they're enjoying playing in front of him, don't they? Mm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Definitely. That's it. Definitely. It's just it's just a shame that we miss. It's just a shame we're missing out on everything, isn't it? You know, we're dying to get down there and see him in the flesh. But yeah, what can you do? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't. I'm glad it wasn't stopped altogether though in the announcement at the weekend. You know, at least we at least we got something. You know, I know it's not the best, but it's better than nothing at all, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is, you know, we, we you know, we, we all miss going down. I mean, I, I, I hate watching it on the telly, to be honest, with no crowd there. And we, we were just saying before we come, and, come on air, it must be murder for the players to play in front yeah. of empty, empty, you know. I know that when I was playing, your big thing, oh, you're trying all week because you want to run out in front of that, you want to run out in front of that crowd and you want to feel the atmosphere and you want to do well for them. Mm. So to work all week and then you're playing in front of, you know, an empty-ish stadium, Apart from a few few people that are there that, that work for the club, you know it's it's it's, it's got to be hard, got to be really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, Tony Jones says a major difference to me is that we do not panic uh, anymore. It seems it's, we seem to have belief. Mm. 
Yeah. And Tim Clinton yeah. Faraday said, in chaps, we never had a player who was so much time in the middle of the park since Mark Ward till San Jose arrived. He's mm. some player is to keep right on. He certainly is, Kelly. He certainly is. Yeah. Mm. Well, if he's, if he's half as good as yeah. Mark Ward, he'll turn out some player. Mark, yeah. Mark Ward was a, was a top player. He was a top player. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. I think the best I've seen, as well as Mark Ward in that position, is Barry Ferguson as well in my time. Yeah. yeah. He was a class act. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I played with Fergie for Scotland. He was just—he he was one of those players that I certainly didn't realise how good he was until I, until I played with him. Um, but mm. you know, all, always seemed to have time on the ball, silky smooth, and you know, top top player. Yeah, yeah, loved watching him down the blues. <laughs> yeah, uh, Linda says she's uh, dying uh, to see me. On a, on a Monday, you know, when we've not actually been to the game and you've had to watch it on, on, on your phone or on TV or, or it just, it, it makes it that much more difficult because you've not experienced what's actually gone on and, you know, you, mm. you can't take everything in. Mm. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's difficult for us fans as well. It really, really, really is difficult because I, you know what? This is, I was going to write the season off, isn't it? This is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you'd think so. You, you, I can't see people getting back down there for this season no way not, not the way it is at the moment mm. no just that journey as well isn't it? I mean I went to the club shop you know yeah. like last you know weekend before last week actually I went to the club shop one of the days because I was off all week and just that journey driving down the Coventry Road you know from the house and you know yeah. thinking just all coming yeah. back isn't it? Going to follow well, up, going it, to the game. It's not just it's not just the hour and a half watching the game, is it? It's it's the build no. up. It's it's you getting ready in yeah. the morning. Yeah. It's you travelling down. It's having yeah. a couple of beers, watching the game, and going in the pub after. And you know, it's your whole day, isn't it? Really. And then, like yeah. you said, when you watch when you're watching it on the telly or on your phone, you're only focused on where the ball is. You can't see yeah. what's going on off the ball, how, how he's keeping his shape, or yeah. uh, you know, where, where is somebody overlapping? You're just focused on the ball, so it's mm. you know, it's it's massive, and uh, you know, people miss it, don't they? People miss it, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah. And when you watch it on Blues TV, it's a couple of seconds beyond real time, isn't it? So yeah, you, have turn, yeah. you have to turn your phone upside down because yeah. if we score, yeah. if we score, the amount of, the amount of goals that like I've been made aware of, and I haven't seen live. And then yeah. about a minute later, I'll see it on the telly. So I've started <laughs> yeah. turning my yeah. phone. I've started turning my phone upside down during the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feel like it feel like be like Chris Kamara, don't you? With the older, uh, did they? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> one player, one player we haven't mentioned yet as well. He's Ivan Ivan, Ivan Sanchez as well down the right hand side. What do you make of him, depth so far? Have you seen? I haven't seen a lot of him to be honest. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot. Like I say, the, 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 a lot of the time it's on telly. I just I can't bring myself to it's watch hard. because it just it's, hard. it's just yeah. you know yeah. I, I find yeah. it without the crowd they're really boring. So yeah. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say yeah he's done great. I, I haven't seen enough of him, mate. Mm. To be honest, no, no, sure, sure. It's, Mark, it's what are your thoughts game. on him? I've I've been really impressed with him. I think he's going to be. Well, when we do get to go again, I think he'll be a, a real favourite. I mean, hugging that touchline, and, and you can just imagine the fans behind him. He did thrive on it, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, bit, of an, bit of an upgrade on Montero, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think every position, I, think, I think every position that Karanka's signed a player in to improve us, he's done that, hasn't he, in every position that he's signed yeah. a player for? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Montero, I mean, I know he got a lot of stick, but the one thing I will say about him, at times... He was the only one, the only wide player that would get to the byline. I mean, you yeah. never see. You, I mean, it, it drives me mad now. You see these wide players playing on their opposite side and cutting in all the time. I used to love like a Stan Lazaridis or someone like that. He's yeah. going to get down the outside, mm -hmm. get to the byline, and stand one up. And when you got someone like Duke in the team, you, you need that. So, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. oh. Oh. a few little technical issues there. Like. Sorry about that. Now you get one oh, that goes on it. 
Jaeger's on the outside and actually whips across in the Yeah, and you're frozen there for a minute. No, he's back now. You're back now. Oh, yeah. He's back oh, now. The signal's, signal's not great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then Huddersfield, obviously, that was a good result as well, wasn't it? And uh, loving, uh, loving Craig Gardner's uh, vocals as well when the winner went in. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. 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 From here, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Though, great, it's great to see that sort of passion, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, definitely. You know, that's that's how you want your players to be. And he's, uh, you know, he's on a good little run of form at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. weren't the best performance though, was it? Well, the main thing we won. Yeah. Doesn't matter how you win, mate. That's all that matters to me. Is just that result at the end. And you know yeah, what? You still, you still, you still get fans that moan, don't you? You know, even when we I, know. I, had a couple, I had a couple of more mates saying, "Oh, you know, we only had thirty percent possession, and we only had this." Yeah. There's only one stat that matters: how many you've scored and how many I've scored. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that on a whistle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing. Yeah. I've got, I've got, to be honest, I've got. My neighbour hated me the weekend. Cheering our winning like a mad woman. His team lost. <laughs> I'm sure we all know who she means. Mark. Um, sorry, I was just going to say, going on about um, the performance and so on. I couldn't believe the amount of negativity already by some so-called fans. Mm. The moaning and you know, it's been here five minutes, cranker. Mm. Yeah, some are saying, I mean, it, even, oh, it, it even took Klopp and Guardiola a couple of transfer windows, didn't it? You know, to get to that level yeah. that they're at. Yeah. You've yeah. got to give them at least a season, but it's been ridiculous, some of the outpouring. It's, it's been a joke. It doesn't it's happen anymore, it. though, does it? It doesn't happen anymore. You, you, it's two two bad, no. two bad games or one bad game, one bad game, or two ga- two bad games in Dean Smith's uh, case. That's it. I want you out. Yeah. Like Dev said, though, you've got to build from the back, and that's what he's doing. He's building from the back. Mm. And now we're starting to, you know, you can tell that they've been working more now going forward yeah. after the last yeah. couple of games, can't you? Whereas before, it was more defensive, defensive. Now it's, that balance is coming in, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Go on, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Nick. Yeah. yeah, the last couple of games have, have, have been better. I mean, first half against Huddersfield, we played well. We could have been a couple of goals up in that game, if you remember. Hogan yeah. had the one on one. Hogan had the one on one, and then Beeler's free kick at the post, um, mm. and then the rebound from Friend could have gone in. Obviously, was cleared off the line. Um, yeah, and then we eventually score. So you know, we, we we did have the better of the chances against Huddersfield. I thought we deserved the three points. Yeah, I mean, it was it was only it weren't too long ago Huddersfield were in the Prem. I think people are forgetting that. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know, good side, yeah, yeah, still, still a good side. Still a good side, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's it. This is one of the hardest leagues in the world, isn't it? Mm. You played in the Championship and the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, would you say it's harder to get out of the Championship than to stay in the Premier League? Definitely. Um, mm. I think if you look at the Championship every every season, you could you could pick probably 10 teams that could be there or thereabouts. And then there'll always be one or two teams that surprise you and, 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 and get up there. But, you know, people, you saw, you know, the, the, the pace and that in the Premiership. I found it far quicker and far more physical in the Championship. Mm. Uh, the differences in the Premiership is just at either end. You might get a couple of chances in the Championship. You might only get one chance. They're just more clinical. Premiership yeah. is just more clinical at either end of the pitch. Physically, it's easier than the Championship, I think, by, by, by a country more. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. There are quite a lot of messages coming in. One here from Stab Smith. Hello, my friend Paul Devlin. <laughs> Paul, just want to know when you were going to pay me for his two pints of Guinness. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey. You had a big all those years ago and we went on a session you turned up at St Mary's and St John's about 12 noon with not a penny <laughs> in your pocket you, good old days mate I used to, I used to do that regularly at St Mary's and John's no, that, that, was, that was great times it was uh, 
when I first really started playing football, when I was about 17 for St Mary's and John's, a, a mate of mine, his dad, Joe Brennan, got, God rest his soul, started up a team. And yeah, just rest him, Joe. We, we, we all started playing and that, that was my first sort of, uh, first way into football, really. Mm. Can't be bad. Mm. Was it worth the two pints of Guinness? Definitely. <laughs> it was only two. Hey, let me tell you, if you only bought me two, he had a cheap day. <laughs> and a good comment here for Steve Portman it could be worse look at Forrest Newton is struggling to lift them absolutely true isn't it mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah 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 and Derby Pete says Derby they're buying cabbages in B6 so again miss that miss that Pete Taylor says they're panic buying cabbages in B6 oh cabbages yeah yeah cabbages yeah <laughs> uh, and off I've got a sort of fake crack don't yeah off the question, off the field question from Graham Haynes, what do you think of departures at St Andrews, Colin, Tatum, etc.? Oh, yeah. <sighs> what do I think of the, the, the departure of Colin Tatum? Mm. It, yeah, he said except though, obviously. Yeah, it, it's sad. I've known Tats and, and Rita for a, a long, long time and they've, they've, they've been at the club and, you know, obviously Rita's been there a number of years, but Tats, Tats has been there a few years, but obviously before that he was the, the correspondent for the, the Evening Mail and, mm-hmm. and the Argus. So, Blues fan, big Blues, you know, big Blues connection. I think it's always sad when you see Blues people leaving the club that they they love. I mean, obviously I'm not I'm not privy to what's, what's gone on. No. Uh, why why these moves have been made, but you know it's uh, it's never nice to see anybody lose the job, especially in in you know in, in the times we're in today. So you know I, I dropped Tats a little text and had a had a chat with him the other day and just just wished him all the best. He's a he's a good fella, Tats, and you know I wish him all the best for the future. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's blues yeah. through and through anyway, definitely. Yeah, definitely. and Ray Hobro says, but Nick, while we're on the subject of beer, I need my forward. <laughs> Kev Kelly, Paul, uh, Paul Devlin, who's your choice now, Hutton or Karanka, or is it all about his signings? Who, who's my choice for manager, Hutton or Karanka? <laughs> yeah, Kev be... Kelly says, who's your choice now, Hutton or Karanka, or is it all about the signings? He might be talking to me there, you know, because I said I wanted Hutton at the start of the season. Ah, right, OK, yeah. yeah. Well, but, but Dev, if you if you wanted Hutton as well, you can answer by all means. No. Um, I'll be honest with you if, you, if you give me the choice, I'd have probably gone Hutton as well. Um, yeah. Just yeah. simply for the fact of, you know, how well he'd done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. not now though. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, think they're both, <laughs> I think they're both good enough given time to take us to the Premier League eventually, if they're given time. And obviously full yeah. control of... Yeah, time you know, and money. Yeah. Time and money, yeah. Time and money. Mm-hmm. They're both quality, aren't they? Definitely. Saying that though, right, what have we, what have we spent? About three million? Two million on average and a million on Yaleco and everybody else was free, weren't they? Free, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So, would you would you be complaining if we'd have spent say twelve million on the players that we've got so far from what you've seen? I don't think you would. No. 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 I don't think really? you would. No, I don't think you I'd would. Still, no. I'd have still been happy to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. been fairly happy, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. haven't we? We've got to be real about this. We've not been kicked off now. Um and we've got Wick Hundreds at home on is it Tuesday night, yeah? Mm-hmm. Now if we don't batter them. And get six goals, Chris Brown. Yeah. <laughs> then I might be, then I might be a little bit concerned. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm looking forward to to doing this in the nude. It doesn't bother me unless it gets a bit colder. I mean, it's free. It's freezing <laughs> in. It's freezing in here tonight. I'm not joking. It's a Lord for Zoom. That's what I can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might have a wide-angled lens on that night as well. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Pete Taylor makes a good point. Hogan, Hogan costs some. We don't know what Hogan costs, do we? But I'd imagine he was at least a couple of million as well, wouldn't he? So we probably spent about five. Yeah. I thought, I thought Anybody there knows how much Hogan costs? Please let us know. Yeah. Well, Villa, Villa paid a lot of money yeah, for him. Wednesday, Wednesday yeah, we've got yeah, with Commander. Yeah. 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 Fine. yeah. About 12 million, would it, they bought him yeah, for? Yeah, they did. They paid big deal for him, I think, with Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've got a few questions. Should we do the fans' questions? Let's go to the questions. Of course, yeah, what's up, mate? Go on, Paul. Sorry, Nick, what was that? Yeah, what's up, Yeah, no worries. Uh, so, Dev, a few questions uh, coming yeah. for you. So, Stephen Gill's asking, what was your favourite goal of all time? I presume he means that you scored. Oh, that I've scored. Um, I mean, everyone always talks to me about the Leeds goal because it was the first first Premiership goal at St Andrews. But... Um, well, there's two really. I scored in about 97. It was goal of the season away at QPR where I've sort of chested it, thawed it and volleyed it in from about 25 yards. And I scored one against Bradford the one day where I think we won 3-2 or 3-1. And somebody's played. I think Jonathan Hunt's played the ball in. I've had a little touch, flicked it over and, and volleyed it in. So the, those two probably stand up. But I'd probably say the QPR one. QPR yeah. away down Loftus Road. Yeah. I like your Wolves one as well. The volley at the fast. Yeah. yeah, the, the, the Wolves volley, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, outside of the foot. That was my. Funnily enough, that was my last game on loan from Sheffield United, and I nearly went back to Sheffield United after that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and are they, are they your favourite goals, like in your whole career, or just for Blues, or have you got any better goals that you scored for anybody else? Yeah, I mean, I, I was lucky really. I managed to get a few for Notts County, a few Goodens, and a few Goodens for Sheff, Sheffield United. So it's it, it's diff, it's really difficult to pick pick one out, um, yeah. you know, but. A big regret was that I never managed to get one at international level. But you know, to get to get the first Premiership goal at St Andrews will always be something that you know that I'll be very very, very proud yeah. of. Yeah. And Paul Gill's asking, what was your favourite blue shirt design that you played in? Um, and if you, and two questions from Paul Gill. And if you could send a referee off, who would you choose? <laughs> oh, oh, but be two referees. It'd be um. Oh, what was this? It'd be Ellery and Clapton. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to 50-50 the two of them in one goal, to be honest with you. I, 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 just arrogant. I didn't like either of them. Um, my favourite blue shirt, I like that one that we was on about earlier, the Penguin one, but the, the first one that I played in, and my dad will go mad at me because it looked a bit like a Rangers shirt at the time, but the round neck one, and, and Phil Barnett of Palomine actually gave me the shirt the other yeah. the, 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 the other mm. week. So that was probably my favourite shirt, actually. Yeah. That was the first yeah, we'd like the, we'd like the Vicar Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, color, was, yeah. That, was, that was the first one that I played in. So that one, really. Yeah. And Lee yeah. Cripps is asking, thoughts on, man for, for, uh, thoughts on the managers you played under at Blue? So obviously you played for Barry Fry, Trevor yeah, yeah. Francis and Steve Bruce, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. No, Baz was brilliant. Uh, you know, very, very rare that you'll find anyone with a bad word to say about Baz. Just... One of the games, one of the games' characters, obviously, but was well documented. That never really got on with Trevor. You know, it was a shame. Trevor was was you know his god down there. Um, but you know, saying that, I had eighteen <laughs> four more. I had eighteen really good months under him down there. Uh, yeah. And Bruce, Bruce was brilliant. <clears throat> you know, I, I love Bruce. I had, I had eighteen months with him as a player. I had a, over a year with him as a manager at Sheffield, and then he brought me back in a you know a, a fantastic sort of couple of year period for the club and it was it was great to be involved in that that period where we were out the premiership for 16 years to get back up stop up comfortably you know a couple of memorable performances against the villa in that as well so brilliant yeah the, you know just happy days great days but, but bruce was great bruce was great neil warnock as well neil warnock's mm -hmm. a big favorite of mine i played for neil twice as well and 
Neil's very Marmite people, love him or hate him, but I think a lot of players that played for him, you know, they'll speak very highly of Neil. Yeah. Yeah, and and Barry, Andy, would, nearly, Andy nearly got the Blues job on a couple of times down the years. He was very, very close on getting the Blues job two or yeah. three occasions because Karen and David Sullivan really liked him. Um, and, and I always say to this day, if he'd have got, you know, all them years under Trevor where we just couldn't quite get over the line when it was Barnsley, Preston, Watford, <clears throat> I think Neil would have got us over the line. You look at his record, I think he's the most promoted manager out the championship, isn't he? Yeah. So I think he was, I think he was unlucky on a couple of occasions that he didn't he didn't get the he didn't get the job at Blues. Yeah. Mm. And Paul Tweet asking mm. who was the biggest who was the biggest influ- influence on your career? Oh god that's that's a good one. Um I mean, yeah I think managers I'd, I'd I'd say Neil because Neil gave me my chance from non-league when you know I'd had trolls at Derby I'd had trolls at Oxford and Dad said no, not not quite good enough, and and, and Neil Neil took a chance on me at, at nineteen. Mm. So Neil, obviously, you know, my, my dad was a big influence growing up. You know, playing non-league football, and and there was a there was a coach that I had uh, in non-league called Brian Kenny, um, and he was with Chris Wright, who was manager of Stafford Rangers, uh, who, 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 were, who were fantastic. You know, my best man at my wedding, Joe Nugent, he he had a team called Armitage ninety. So you know, a lot of the ones from a non from a non-league days. Tony Capaldi's dad, who played for Blues and Cardiff yeah. and that sugar, you know, he was a big influence on me. Played a lot of non-league and Sunday football with him, fit as a fiddle, done everything right. So, you know, it's it'd be really unfair to pick one out because I think you try and take you try and take positives from from all the people that you work with. You know, when he used to train with Trevor and Trevor used to join in training and he was he was in his fifties then, and he was still the best player in training. You know, <laughs> mm. so you try you try and take little little bits from from all of them. Steve Bruce, you know, legend legend of the game and real real top bloke, proper geezer. So, but I, I was fortunate really. I came across some really really good people down the years and played with some you know really good people. Met some lifelong friends out the game. Yeah, and John Smith wants you. To, John Smith wants you to settle an argument. He's asking at any point were you a postman in Perry Common? Postman. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. no. I, was, I, I went. That. I went to Perry Common School. I went to Perry Common. It's not called Perry Common School. It's called North Birmingham Academy now. But I did go to Perry Common School, but I wasn't a postman. <laughs> well, this is all you trying to get something out of the post boxes. Yeah, yeah, mate, that's probably more like it. <laughs> Scott Scott Rowe would say, "Play our final v Norwich." Did you yeah. pick your spot for your penalty, or just hit and hope? No, I always just hit and hope. I never picked a spot. I. My thinking was, I always tended to go to the keepers. The only time I ever went the opposite side was when I took one for Sheffield United against Blues at Bramall Lane, and Ben, I was in goal, and I thought, oh, he, know, he knows where I put. So I always used to, my, my thing was hit them hard, and I always used to either smash them down the middle or to my left, the keeper's right. So the only ever time I put it to the left, I had to put it to the left against Ben. But I always, my, my sort of thinking with it, if you hit it hard, he's not going to hold it. He can't no. hold it. If you try and send him the wrong way and roll it in and be clever and have one of these daft run-ups, she's got a chance of holding it. And I was lucky, you know, I, I scored a lot more than I, than, I, than I mean. I only missed a couple down the years, but I just used to blast it to my left, really. Yeah, 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 unstoppable, most of them, well, well, that, well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, Nick. Going back, well, going back to the... Sorry, going back to the playoff well, final, well, Devs. Um, Mike, Hill, you... Mike Hill is saying, good evening from South Africa. He's running a bit. Gregory's saying, good evening from Port Call. We've got somebody else on from Scotland... So uh, we're uh, going worldwide again. Right, sorry for the mark. Go off again. No, on, no, sorry. I was going to say, Devs, um, going back to the playoff final, did, were you, did you practice the penalties? 
Yeah, oh, re religiously for, for uh, you know, a good couple of weeks, the, the lads that were down to take them, you know, every, every day after training, we'd be practising them, you know, for we'd, we'd stay out for an hour and um, listen. I don't think it would have made any difference if we'd have practised them 100 times or none. You, you take a no. penalty in front of the lads on the training ground, it's a lot different to taking it in front of 75,000 people with millions of people watching. Mm. But we had some really good penalty takers and I, I was I was quite confident when, we, when it went to penalties. I mean, I know it's always a lottery, but, you know, we, we, had, some, we had some lads who could take a penalty. So, mm. uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was certain, but I was, I was confident that we, we could win it. Mm. We had a nice big keeper in Nico. We had a nice big keeper in Nico yeah. Vassen as well, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, let, let me let me tell you when when you're walking up to take a penalty in the playoff final, the keeper, you know, all the keepers look about twelve foot tall and about fifteen foot wide, <laughs> and the goal the goal looks about that big. Yeah. But yeah. Nico, Nico was a it was a big imposing lad, Nico. You know, when you're standing there like that, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it would have been difficult. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, Great question. Just two captain a few minutes ago. I'd love to. Up on this one, if you don't mind, Paul. Thinking back to questions, yeah. Definitely, uh, do you remember the second game where Duke Gary was virtually unplayable? What a performance! Best I've seen down the Blues. Which game? So Southampton game where yeah, Duke Gary was yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I remember the game, and um, you know, he was he was an unbelievable talent, Chris, and real real good fella as well. Real nice bloke, and great to have about the place. And I just, you know, I've said it a few times. I think he was. That season where we stopped up comfortable and we did the double over the Villa, he was like the he was like the cherry on the cake that season to get a, a World Cup winner and a European Championship winner and someone of his of his pedigree to come and just you know play play out the last the last throws of his career with us was was unbelievable. I mean, it was completely out the blue as well. None of the players knew he was knew he was coming. It wasn't like oh he's, he's coming, no he's not he's coming. It was just one day he was there. Yeah, mm. yeah, I mean. Yeah, when you look back, I was just going to say, when you look back at that team that we had then, I mean, you know, that transfer window in 2003, when we signed Upson, Clapham, Clements, Dugarry, mm. you know, that, that team that we finished that season with was just great, wasn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, I, I mean, I think his first few signings, Bruce, when we got up, were great. You know, I think uh, Upson and Cunningham were massive because they, they, they formed a great partnership at the back. You know, yeah. Matthew, Matthew was very quick, very physical, and Kenny. You know, Kenny was just read the game, read the game so well. So I think Bruce's first few transfer transfer window, and then obviously later on he bought he bought Savin, and Sav was brilliant for a couple of years, wasn't he? Mm. So I think he did well, and I, I think as time went on, then mate, you know, your Gronkiars, your, your people like that, it maybe maybe wasn't wasn't so good. But I think no. his first his first couple of transfer windows were, were you know, he, he bought really really well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, Siobhan Kenny's asking, what were your what was your three favourite memories um, you have whilst playing for Blues and why? Um, I think obviously, Mike. You know, f first of all, signing from from being someone that's been down there watching to to actually you know get the chance to play. I mean, uh, it was unfortunate. I lost I lost on my debut against Sunder Sunderland one 0 um, opened me trap too early as well. That, that, that's a good Barry Fry story. Yeah, I was up against Andy Melville that day, and I'd played against him for Notts County about two weeks before. Scored two goals, and we'd won three one or three. I've, I've murdered him the other week after I did he's like, and we lose one nil. And Andy Melville scores probably his only goal he scored in 20 years. So, Baz, you can imagine what Baz said to me after the game. Um, but then I, I think the, the the next game was that was a it was a Monday or a Tuesday night, Wolves at home, and it was like sellouts, muddy pitch at St Andrews, you know, big, big derby because obviously we'd been out of the, the top league for 
all those years. So we won two 0 and I got both the goals. So it was great to get off to a good start. So I think that the the, the playoff final, um, and then I'd say the you know scoring the goal against Leeds was great, but the the three nil Villa game. So they they'd be the three. They'd be the three that stand out for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and what did you what did you do after that one? After we beat Villa three 0 straight down. What was the I think, dread, me, I mean, and Oz, I think me and Oz ended up in the maker. Okay, I think I was dancing naked on a pool table at about four <laughs> in the morning. So yeah, we, we, we went out for it. It was funny because me and Oz always used to get changed next to each other because we used to go out and have a booze together. I remember Brucey saying, pointing at us, "You two, be careful tonight. Watch where you go." Yeah, yeah okay, Gaffer, we'll nice. I it was, it was out till about seven o'clock the next morning. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, many happy where, returns where, where, to him as well. M- many happy returns to him as well for yesterday. It was his birthday, wasn't it? Yesterday, yeah, yeah, forty-seven. Yeah. The, the meerkat yeah. was great, though, wasn't it, Paul? Because that was the um, that was the, the one where all the um, people from the market used to go, isn't it? So it was open. At, yeah, it was well, open at we only ended up there because we only ended up there, Chris Rock, because everywhere else had shut, and that always opened early for, yeah, the, market what, yeah, for the market trade. Well, so yeah, yeah. that's that's where we oh, went. Yeah, we, knew, we, we knew we could still carry on there. That was a great old boozer. That was a great old boozer. Come, then final, final question. Final question now from Jim Owen. He's just asking how you're feeling a few days after deciding to... Have you hung up your boots now altogether? Can you not Can you not play anymore at all? No, I'm, I'm struggling. I've, I've, basically, they've told me my, my hip's absolutely wrecked. So mm. I haven't hung them up, but I'm in, I'm in a lot of pain with it. And if I play now, it's, I literally can't, can't walk for a day or two after. So no, I mean, listen, I don't think I'll ever say I'm going to hang them up, but it's... You know, the wear and tear that my body's took down the years is starting to really take its toll now. And, and the last sort of six or seven months with my hip, it's it's deteriorated really bad. I've, I've had scans on it and x-rays on it and basically it's knackered. So right. I don't know how, how much longer I'll be able to to, to have a run, a run around for. Mm. Uh, Ray wants to Perfect. know... Um, who- well, I didn't clean anyone's boots because I was I never did an apprenticeship. Oh, right. I um, only cleaned my own because I, I was 19 when I signed. Mm-hmm. And the two boot boys I had at Blues the first time, AJ was one. Mm-hmm. AJ was my boot boy. Uh, Tony Capaldi as well, he was my boot boy. They're, they're the two that I uh, Sean Derry, he was my boot boy at Nuts County, Deza. Wow. Went, on to, went on to have a fantastic career mm-hmm. and played with him at, at Sheffield. Um the second time I come back, I can't, I can't remember. They're, they're the three that stand out in my mind and all, all went on to have good careers in the game as well. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, Jackie Barton has just said she'll give you a massage if you want. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right, Wickham on Wednesday. Let's have your predictions for this one. Uh, Mr Rogue, off you go first. Um, I'm going to stick my neck out. I think we'll win uh, 3-0. 3-0? Yeah, 3-0. Mr 1-0. 2-0. Us. Blues, right. 1-0. Yeah, 1-0. 2-1. Okay. I'm going to go 2-0. I think 2-0. 2-0 Blues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig Courtney saying 2-0. Gregory Bleasy, 3-1. Um, I'm going to go a cheeky, very cheeky, 4-0. 4-0. Oh, mm. mm. wow. Linda's gone for 6-0. Yeah, I'm going to go 6-0. I'm going to go 6-0. Yeah, 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 so all the positive minutes, thirty-two from Stephen Gill. So everybody thinks we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spawn four-two from Blues from Jackie. There we go. Do we do we think McGree will start again? Yeah, you would start him. Yeah, I think so. After he's after the way he played, impressed. He? Yeah. He's Australian, that isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Australian. Yeah, very impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he scored. And he scored, didn't he, Mark? He's, yeah, he scored yeah. as well. Didn't he? So I don't think took he'll it well as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, if, he, if he is. 
<laughs> Sorry, I was going to say, on. if he is a success, if he is a success, do you think um, there's any way that his move to America will be off and we'll keep him? Uh, no. You no, think he'll go regardless? <laughs> I think I think we're just we're just a stepping stone by the by the sounds of it. <laughs> I think he's. Um, isn't it? Isn't it strange that you know a club like ours is a, is now a stepping stone to Charlotte, to, to, yeah. to, to, to you know clubs in America of all places that was the backwaters not so long ago. I just that really bugs me. That does really does. Yeah, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not talking from a footballing point of view. He might just mean like you know where he's going to live and stuff. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Don't think yeah, what do you mean? Where you don't want to live in Birmingham? Lovely. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's lovely. Nothing wrong with Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke, what's happened? Yeah. What's, what's, what's happened to Crawley? Uh, completely out of favour. Oh, sorry, Nick. I'm talking yeah. over you. I can't hear. You. Yeah, you're right, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It's so difficult on Zoom. It's uh, it's not easy, guys. But do bear with us. Mm. And we're having a few little tech bugs at the minute with the uh, the lines dropping or something. And all. Yeah, you're so just bear with us. So, yeah. so Luke's saying, "What's happened to Crowley? Completely out of favour." Mm, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, what has happened to Crowley? Dan Crowley, he's mm. um, yeah. I mean, he's had his, he's had a couple of chances, hasn't he, this season? Have you seen much of him? Yeah. Been there, Dan Crowley? Yeah, I, I haven't. I've been a bit. Uh, to be fair, I've been a bit critical of him at times. Uh, I think a lot of the time he flatters to deceive. You know, very busy, but then product. You know, what's he? What's he? A bit of a five-a-side player. We'd call him a five-a-side player. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. I've, you know, I'm, I'm a surprised he's not in the team. Not really. Not really. Mm. Mm. There's a yeah. Player, there's a player in there somewhere, but he doesn't seem to sort of grab his chance, does he? No, I mean, obviously the kid's got ability. You can see when he's on the ball that he's got ability. Yeah. But I'd rather him be doing it thirty yards further forward and either. It resulting in a shot at goal or across someone else get you know getting the, getting yeah. on the end of it, but I think yeah. he does a lot. He, he does a lot of his work in that no man's land where defenders <laughs> and midfielders are going to say, "Well, go on, do what you want to do there. You're not really going to mm. you're not going to hurt me." So no. I, you know, I'd rather see him further up the pitch doing a bit more damage to the to the other team. Mm. Do you think yeah. what he's lacking? Do you think what he's lacking could be coached into it? <sighs> Listen, obviously, coaching always helps. You know, coaching. You know, I mean, how old is he? He's about 23. He's not very old. 23, yeah. Riley Pitt McGee, born 1988. Happy birthday to him today. His birthday today. It's his birthday today. Riley Riley McGee, born 2nd of December 1988. Happy birthday. Oh, right. From Dave Twilight. Yeah, so that makes him 22. Sorry, Dev, you were going to say, Dev, about coaching. Yeah, sorry, mate. I mean, you know, obviously coaching, good coaching is always good for any player. But, you know, I think at 22, 23, you should know what you're about. You should know what what you need to be doing with, you know, within within reason. And yeah. I just feel that he takes that option of going and getting the ball in, in, in positions that never really, I say never really, or a lot of the time don't, don't affect the game. The kid's obviously got ability. You can see he wouldn't be a professional footballer mm. if he didn't no. have ability. But I just, yeah. I, I, I want to see him, you know, making an impact on the game, really, a little yeah. bit more than, 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 what, than what he does. And listen, He's not in the team for a reason, isn't he? Obviously, Karanka's seen him every day in training. Yeah, like I say, he's had a couple of chances. So maybe he's already formed his opinion of him. Yeah. 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 Could be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Stephen Hill says, I think Dan Crowley will be gone in January. Tim Faraday, Crowley has been played in the wrong yeah. position. Should be just Duke. Mm. And uh, Steve Portman, he's currently injured. They played for the under-23s. Um, was it the when was day, it? Yeah. Yeah, the other day. Mm-hmm. Okay, the 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 
back, back so uh, we'll just have to watch out for that one, I think. Maybe unless you've got injured playing for the under 23s. Yeah, unless mm. it's just Steve Portman that's injured. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he just says Steve Portman yeah. injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lost in translation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, nice to bit. see Jude playing regularly for Dortmund, says John Smith. Yeah. We've moved on. Yeah, he's gone to a good. He's gone to a good club, hasn't he? Oh, they'll, look, they'll look after him. Yeah. They'll look after him well. He'll, he'll yeah, do, he'll do he well. made a good choice, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. sensible choice. Yeah. Mm. Uh, John Terrell apparently is from Steve Portman, so that's an update on that one. Uh, uh, John Terrell's injured. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. Sorry. Did Shay Adams start for Southampton? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I believe he did. Yeah. I wondered when. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing well, isn't he? He's doing, he's doing all right now. Yeah, yeah. I think he's playing regular, isn't he? I think he's, mm. he's in more than he's out mm. now. He yeah, yeah. He didn't, yeah. he didn't score though, did he? On uh, he didn't score. He wasn't. No, no, he didn't. no, no, he didn't. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I think his arm hair was offside, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, Tim Tim Croucher, uh, Faraday says, uh, Dev, have you seen uh, Josh Andrews in the twenty threes? He looks tidy. No, I haven't. I, I, I've heard a couple of people mention him, but I haven't personally seen, seen anything of him. Mm. He's a I mean, striker, isn't he? He's a big tall lad up front, I mean, isn't the, the, yeah, there's, yeah. Been talk, there's been talk of him getting a chance, hasn't there? Yeah. The last, the last, the last few weeks. So, yeah. I mean, listen, any, anybody coming through the home ground, lads, you know, you, you want to see him getting the team, yeah, don't you? You, you, look back, you look back down the years with Jude and Redmond and Damari Gray, they're, they're the type of lads you want to see coming through. Mm. Mm. Just coming back to Bellingham, Wayne Humphreys is asking if you played with his dad in non-league. No, I played against him loads of times, Mark. Yeah, but a great finisher, a great yeah. non-league goal scorer. I actually played against him a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. You can tell his dad's obviously been a, a big influence on him. But uh, God, I think his dad scored hundreds of goals in non-league. But yeah, yeah funny enough, about, about three or four weeks ago, he played against Bellingham. Yeah, he's got a really good record, hasn't he, Nick? Um, yeah, he's over seven. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he scored a lot of goals. Mm. Lot of goals. Steve Job wants to know, Devs, what was it like in the tunnel before the Blues Villa game in 2002? <laughs> oh, brilliant. We uh, we terrified him. In the, I mean, I've, I've told you this story before, but we we terrified him in the tunnel. You know, we had like, uh, Grange and Orse and myself and all that. We was like smashing the tunnel and shouting and bawling. <laughs> and I, especially their foreign lads, they were just looking as if to say, these are these bunch of nutcases, uh, and we, we had it. We had them, but and, and you know, if you, if you get Jeff on or Grange or people like that, they'll tell you we had that game beat before we walked out the tunnel. We had them beat before we walked out the tunnel that night, yeah. Terrified, terrified them in the tunnel. What was it like waiting around all day to play that game as well? Because just to build up to it, you know, because I remember I did quite a lot of press with John Owen. Uh, who was the foreign kid that played that was really disparaging about us? Malberg. Malberg. You know, yeah, Malberg. Yeah, John, yeah. yeah he, you know, he was really condescending. That. And we did that, me and John Owen, Malberg and Ian Tyler. I mean, Ian Tyler's a good lad, to be fair. And, um, you know, we, we, the, the build-up to it was all week and you were doing an interview and an interview and you just you just want it out of mm. the way. Because yeah. it had been that that long, and it's yeah. obviously the first ones at St Andrews, you just want, you just want to get it done, dusted. And hopefully win the game, and you know to 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 win it the way we did, and then obviously the Enkelman thing and three nil, and yeah. I've got to say it's probably probably the best atmosphere I remember at St Andrews playing. You know, yeah. I felt like the whole the whole ground was moving, so it was brilliant. And then obviously to 
to get the return leg out the way and then you know do them, do them again. It was it was the perfect the perfect double really. Oh, oh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that that first game was was unbelievable. Just the whole build up to it, and I and I. I saw Clinton interviewed on uh, Talk Sport. Somebody put something on Twitter, and even he, you know, he was saying he didn't realise because obviously he's a London kid how big that game was. And he said, yeah. the, the lead up to the game and then driving to the ground, and he said, so I, I realised how big the Bluesville game was. And I think you get a lot of the lads who are not from Birmingham, yeah, they don't really see. I it think they're shocked. Big, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, I think. And then when they're playing, when they're playing it, they realise it's yeah. you know, it's a big game. It's massive. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, yeah. Massive yeah, I just yeah. remember the I just remember the floor bouncing below me when we were three 0 yeah. up with about four minutes to go. Yeah. We were all yeah. singing, "We play you every week," and it was just oh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Oh, so enjoyable, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Great I mean, times, great I mean, you're times. Going back to, you're going back to that t- the tunnel episode. I mean, that would have been great if that would have been videoed, Paul, wouldn't it? If yeah. have, you know, yeah. the, the, that build-up, you, you could play that every week. Then that would have, that would have yeah, been Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we, you know, we, we, had some, we had some lads in that team that could play and that could kick a little bit as well. Mm. You know, mm. some, some aggressive lads in there. So like, yeah. you can imagine, we're all in the tunnel. We're all... We're all pumped up to the nines, you know, the adrenaline's going and yeah. it's like you're banging and you're swearing and you're shouting. Yeah. And like I say, a couple of them, I think, like Larson and Melbourne, they're just looking, <laughs> what's, what's, going, what's going on here? But yeah, it was, it was, it was great. You couldn't have wrote the script no. for a better outcome with that game, really. If somebody said when we got promoted, right, you're going to play Billy, you're going to beat him 3 0. The keeper's going to make a mistake that's going to be remembered for forever. Ever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you wouldn't have believed people, would you? And, and no, have a day not. named after him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we name a day after, don't we? Yes. Oh, yeah. So Luke Cattle said, ours is the only derby that kicks up at 12 on a Sunday, capacity reduced, to know the derby in the country has that, and that speaks volumes. Yeah, it's a shame, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, that's, I just remember, just I just different. remember I was working in Castle Vale when, in, in 2002, and I yeah. just remember, but I was one, it was only me and one other bloke in the whole place, and there was a good 200 people worked at the place I worked at, Betterware, and there was only me and one other bloke that were Blues fans, everyone else was Villa, so it was just yeah. so good to go in the next day. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, me and my mates were offering the fans tissues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. Mm. Question for Devs from Ray. Uh, what was your first game to attend at Blues as a kid, as a fan? Do you know what? I think it was in the early 80s. Oh, God, you're going back a lot. My memory's not great. And I think I think we played Ipswich, and it, it was that really good Ipswich team with Mariner and Alan Brazil. Oh, yeah, and yeah. All, yeah and all Paul Eric Mariner. Gates. Yeah, yeah Eric, Eric Gates. So it would have, it would have been it would have been early eighties against Ipswich. I think we lost about three or four one. I mean, mm. like I say, my memory's not brilliant, but I just I remember it was a real real John Walk, Russell Osman. Oh, you know, yeah. real, they had a great real, team. Real, they had a great team. Yeah, 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 it was one of that, that year that Villa won the league, Ipswich mm. actually beat them twice in the league. Yeah, that's yeah. you know Ipswich sort of threw that league away that year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that's right. Mm. And John Smith wants to know, Dev, did you get uh, did you get to go to Celtic much? Yeah, I used to be in the uh, Celtic supporters club as well, me and my dad. So we used to go up the Gothic pub that was in Hockley in town next to the Minerva Vaults. Mm. We used to go up every other week to home ga- to home games. So we'd alternate. So yeah, mm. I go up there. There used to be some some fun journeys on that minibus up to Glasgow. So yeah, I used to 
get up there a lot, you know. I've been to a couple of Celtic Rangers Cup finals, few few derbies. So I bet they're tasty, yeah. aren't they? I bet they were tasty. Well, well, let, let, let me tell you, you know, <laughs> nothing like if it. Ever, I suppose. If, if ever anyone gets the chance, I mean, obviously I didn't one. Mm. If ever you chance to go to an old firm derby, you know, I, I highly recommend it. it it's some, yeah. it's something that you do. It's it's unique, different. Did you ever get linked then <laughs> to any Scottish teams? Uh, no, not really. I mean, somebody told me that I was linked with Celtic once, but I, I don't remember it really. So, no, not, not as far as I know. Mm. What about what, what playing abroad, Devs? Were you ever linked to anyone abroad? Yeah, I mean, there was there was talk at one time of Torino. Uh, Torino huh? wanted to sign me, yeah, bef- before I left Blues. It was probably about six or seven months before I left Blues. Um, Graham Soonis was the manager then, and he, he had had me on trial up at Liverpool when mm. I was 19. So, there was a little bit of talk of that. Um Obviously, didn't materialise, and then at the end of my career, when I was leaving Watford, um, I could have gone to America and played played in America for I can't remember which. It was one of the New York teams, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I didn't fancy. Mm. What even, even the money? You didn't fancy money. swapping some Caulfield for New York? No, listen, it was it was either, it was either going to play for one of the New York teams or sign for Warsaw. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no contest, no contest. It's more sun every day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Did you Dems, the what what is what is the well, funniest? Hang on, Nick. Go on, Nick. Sorry, mate. Go on. Sorry, yeah. Nick. What is the funniest Barry Fry story you can tell us without going over the top? One oh, that we've yeah. not heard before. I remember, and it wasn't at the club actually. I remember. Um, am I allowed to swear or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't no, say the no, F word. No. no. Okay. No. Right. I, I remember going to uh, a do at Sutton Town, and, and Baz was Baz was speaking. So it wasn't actually at the club. Yeah. So it was. I mean, Sutton's a big villa area, so it was all mm-hmm. full of blue noses this night. And Baz has come on, and, and Baz don't care if there's women and children in the room. He F's and blinds his way through everything. So he's, he's telling his stories and he's having his jokes and all that. And this one bloke, Blues fan, at the front, kept going, what about Ricky Otto? What about Ricky Otto? What Ricky Otto? And he just kept, like, barracking Baz. So in the end, Baz has, like, stopped his, in the middle of what he's doing. And he's reeled off. He said, Liam Dice, uh, Gary Breen, Gary... He's reeled off about 10 players that he bought for 100 grand and sold for a million plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's gone, you're the only... Always reminded me about the one that I paid a million quid for and turned him into an hundred grand player. And everyone just burst out laughing. But this bloke kept barricking him about Ricky Otto. But he, 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 you know, anything like that, Baz was, was great. And, and to be fair, you know, he laughed it off and that they had the crack about it. But I mean, there's a million things with Baz. I mean, running through the old shell doors, banging the lads because he, he got pissed at a, a wedding reception, banging the doors in, in the middle of the night. He got to get up and play the next day. Tati tells me a great story when, when they played in Italy. Tati said he's half, he's half jumped out of tackle. Yeah. She says, Baz is running up and down the line doing like, chicken noises, calling him a chicken. <laughs> he's running up and down calling him a fat so-and-so. And, but, but you couldn't fall out with Baz. You, you know, you could have a proper row with him and then 10 minutes later he'd be arm round you, buying you a drink. But he, he, he was great, Baz. Yeah, yeah. Do you get to speak Brilliant. to him at all, uh, Baz at all? It's... Now and again, mate. Yeah. Yeah, I see him now and again, you know. We, we, we might be at certain games together or come over and give me a hug and uh, yeah. how you getting on and uh, have a chat. I mean, it's, you do see him on the circuit, you know, uh, mm. at different games. So it, it's great to see him, you know. Mm. He's always good fun, Baz. Still the same. Right. Uh, okay. did, 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 no, hang on. One minute. One minute. You know the other week? You know the other week when Sav, Sav, Savage was on? Yeah. Savage was on. And... 
you're going to organise that day for him to come out onto the centre circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we all get back, yeah? Can you yeah. organise as to come on this for us, please? It would just yeah. be the it would just be the funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 spoke yeah. To, I, I spoke to him after he did the show, uh, mm. and I said, "Come down." But he, he still he still thinks he'd get a bit of stick, and I, I said, "Sav, I don't think no, I think you'd get a, I think you'd get a great reception." Oh, no, man, he's a veg. Mm. Yeah, I, th- mm. I think you get a and and you know we, I, I know Sav well. We, we roomed together for a, a year or two, and he, he's a he's a he's a proper guy. He's a royal royal nice fella, good lad. Mm. And, but it would it would break his heart if he got down there and the booed him. Though I've got to tell you, that. it would break his heart. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't think that would. I don't think you'll, you'll you get. Know, you'll get you a know few, what? But I, no, I, I no. think that hour and a half on this show did him the world of good. Yeah, I, I promise so, you. Yeah, yeah, I really mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think looking back, he regrets the way he left. You know, I, I had a similar situation when I left Sheffield to come back to Blues. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I just signed a four-year contract there, and you know, it, I didn't I didn't probably conduct myself in the best way because I wanted to get back to Blues. He wanted to get up to Blackburn because Mark Bowen and and Mark Hughes were there, and you know, I think I think he freely admitted it on the show. He, he he didn't he didn't conduct himself as he'd want his lad to do. You know, his lads in the game now. If his lad was to behave the way he behaved, but you know it's water under the bridge, and I, I, I just think you know we had two or three years where he was he was our best player by by a million oh, miles, yeah, yeah. and I, 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 you know never mind the last six months the way it finished. You know th- think think of the time that he gave us before that. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I still saw stuff on social media where people say, "Well, no, I'll never forgive him." Blah blah blah, and he's this and he's that, and I just think, you know, think think of the good times that he give you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you did come out on the halfway line, if you did come out with him on the halfway line, Dev, you'd have to have another wrestling match, wouldn't you? <laughs> listen, listen yeah. Yeah, I wrestled him, I tell you what, 30 times, right? 30 wins. You know, he, was, he was useless. <laughs> he was absolutely, absolutely useless. But it, would end, it would always end up in me getting on top of him, strangling him until he'd like, give up. And then I, I could go to bed then. He'd be all right. <laughs> so it was, it was anybody that would walk in. I mean, the gaffer would have gone mad if it is. I mean, obviously, Sav was his big signing top player. Imagine him walking in and I've got him. He's, and he was always naked, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. What's, what's going on? Oh, I'm not going to be able to unsee that now. He'd, he'd back to the room so he could ride somewhere. And then he'd jump out on me like the, the Pink Panther. And he'd always be unrest for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay's um. just said, how's the naked wrestling going? <laughs> Brilliant. Nigel Mann says, Savage had a chat with him and signed my programme rather than warm up. The guy was going nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's so, it. Yeah, if, 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 and that was great. But if you could, if you could have a word with Baz... Get Barry Fryer. I'd, I'd just love to chat for an hour and a half. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> the thing is, it wouldn't be an hour and a half, would it? Uh, it would go on for. No, go on for days. Oh, yeah. You'd have to, yeah. We'd have to. We'd have to start at about four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, we? I'd have to have a permanent bleeper ready to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, <laughs> listen. He don't mind his playing cues for anybody. No, I know he don't. No, no. He just he says it the way. He <laughs> He's not minding his manners for anyone. No, no, yeah. no. Quick question. Quick question. Did you score the fastest? goal at St Andrews as well for us or was it was it somebody else no I did I, I think um, I don't know whether it was at St Andrews I think it's about the third 16 seconds against Luton I know, I know Brian Hughes got the quickest one because it was the first one of the millennium wasn't it um, he got one in about uh, 10 seconds away but fully enough Colin Tatton did say 
I think there was one other goal quicker than that at St Andrews, but I think it's it's in the top three quickest goal. I always remember as well, Luton. I was playing up front with Pesh. Took the yeah, shot, knocked, knocked it back to Grange. Grange has put a great through ball over and I've nipped in. So, yeah, 16 seconds. 16 seconds, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Brilliant. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, Steve Palmer says Barry Fry's ace. I loved him at the 140th do. Yeah, uh, that was a great night. Yeah, that was a great night, yeah, yeah. Um, Graham Brown says, getting doubling off, sent off, was brilliant. That's going back to, uh, going back to yeah. Savage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they ever, yeah, they, did, they, did, they did make up later on, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they must have. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be up. fair, it was, it, it was really out of character for Dublin, wasn't he? You know, he wasn't that type of player, but I just think Sav, Sav had that effect on people on the pitch. He was, he was such a wind-up merchant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think he just he just got under Dublin's skin. I mean, I still don't know to this day what what was said. Mm. You know, I don't know whether Sad act, uh, Sav actually said anything to him or Dublin just took offence to him being there. But you know, Sav wasn't the type of one that'd go over the top with the verbal. He'd take no. the nick out of here, but he wouldn't have he wouldn't have said anything disparaging. I wouldn't have thought. But he obviously just. Just, you know, fried Dublin's brain that night. <laughs> yeah, mm. It worked. It's been fried ever since. Um, yeah. Tim says uh, Keith Burton scored one in under 20 seconds, I think. Well, there you okay. Go. Mm. There you go. Controversy. That's to, a massive uh, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Siobhan says uh, certain Blues fans will always moan at something. Players should be used to the positive and negative <laughs> vibes of the few. <laughs> As for me, I take each player as they are. As long as they wear the shirt and do the best, I'm happy. That's what it's all mm. about, wearing the shirt. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the main thing we need to be now is patient because you know it, it's a transition yeah. period. Again, again. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's a project, and it's like you said, it's a, a project, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mm. that's that's the mentality we've got to have. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. You know, I just, mm. I just don't want to see a struggle this season. Now, five out of seven seasons we've struggled and we've dodged. Yeah. The bullet. You, you, you can't keep dodging the bullet every time. Sooner or later, you get down. You know, if somebody says to me now, comfortable halfway, and then we'll build yep. again next season, I, 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 I'd take that, to be honest. Yeah. Mid-table mid, mid success, to be honest, Dev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd take that. Yeah. I'd, after the last few years we've had, I'd, you know, yeah. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. says, Jackie says, hey, we saw Dublin uh, in the airport just after Sav thing, and I shouted, hi, Sav and Dublin, hi, Sav, and Dublin nearly popped him. Oh, no, I can't say that bit. He pooped himself. <laughs> <laughs> just say he pooped himself, yeah, yeah. Just written popped. Popped, yeah, popped, yeah, popped, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Dev, did you prefer playing the middle or wide left? I remember you had a great spell partnering Paul Furlong. Um, I mean, majority, I'd say 80% of my career, I always played wide right. I don't know where she got the wide left from. Or, or, no. or who, wide left. Well, I always wide right, wide, wide right. right, wide right. Yeah, I always played wide right. Um, yeah, I mean, I did like playing down the middle. It was it was great playing with Furs and Big Kev and people like that because they're just used to, Big Kev especially, it caused that much mayhem. The ball had just dropped for me and I'd, I'd get a tap in or something. But yeah, yeah I mean, 80% of my career was as, a, was as a winger, really. But I did like playing down the middle. The, the, the only thing I found about being stuck out wide, a lot of the time you can be on the periphery of the game. You're normally always the first one to get dragged off. He's, he's, yeah. he's the wide player. So yeah, I mean, unless you had a midfielder that could get you the ball all the time, it could be it could be frustrating being out there. But I love you know if I was in the team, I wasn't bothered. You know, it, it, as long as I was playing, I hated being out the team. Mm. Um, mm. Hated being hated being sub. 
Um, so, you know, if, if I had to play down the middle, great. If I had to play wide, great. But I don't know, I mean, I probably, probably wide. Wide was my position more so than down the middle. Who would you say? Yeah. You said you hate being up. How, on, how did you deal with that match day? Say that again, Nick. Come again. You said you had to be in a substitute. How did you actually deal with that on a match day? You, was like right proper Mardi or what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, right, Titi Baba. I hated it. I hated it. I, I, was, I was... Anybody that played with me, they'll tell you, I was the biggest moaner and the moodiest person in training on the pitch because I, I hated it. You know, I, it used to do my head in lads that was content to be sub and content to sit on the bench. It used to drive me mad because I'm thinking, well, you want to play? You know, everywhere... The big, one of the biggest sort of things that I take pride in about my career was I was never out of contract. You know, in 15 years as a pro, I was never out of contract. And that tells me that people wanted, wanted to sign me. But I was never happy to go. As soon as Brucey told me I wasn't going to be a regular at Blues, I went to Watford. As soon as Watford told me I wasn't going to be a regular, you know, I left. Mm. I, didn't want to, I didn't want to go anywhere and just sit on the bench and pick my money up and not play. It, mm. To me, it was all about playing. I wanted to look back at 35, 36, so, well, I played 500 games, I scored 100 goals, and I've had a good career. Not that mm. I didn't want to sit on the bench for four to five years and pick me dope. So it was always about playing for me. And I, I handled <laughs> it badly. I, I hated being sub. I hated getting brought off. Yeah. All the time. yeah, yeah, yeah. And playing through the middle, who was the best? Sorry, Nick. Go on, Go on Paul. I'll pass this one question because it relates to that. Then. So, in Paul Devin's opinion, right, 500 games and 100 goals. How much would Paul Dillon be worth on today's market? 300, 300 <laughs> Um Oh, God, I don't That's know. Listen, it's a really awkward question to say. You know, you know, oh, no. I wouldn't know. Listen, you're, you're, only, you're only worth what anyone's willing to pay for you. I mean, mm. the, the, the prices now are just that, that far inflated from reality. You know, it's just yeah. like pretend money, isn't it, really? You know, a £10 million player is... A million pound player, really, isn't it? Into the, yeah. in today's today's market, but listen, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't answer that. Mm. No, yeah. I was just going to. I was Go just going to ask you, Dev. Playing through the middle as a striker, who, who was the best centre half you come up against? And playing down the right, who was the best yeah. left back you come up against? Stuart Pearce. Stuart Pearce was a great fullback. Uh, Ashley yeah. Cole, uh, brilliant. Uh, playing against the centre halves, I mean, John Terry, people like that. Sol Campbell. Yeah. You know, Martin Keown, people like that. You know, it, it's re- it's really difficult to, to to pick to pick one out. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, so, some great. I mean, that year we got. You, you look at all that team that were in the Premiership. They all had top top quality players, didn't they? You know, it was the year yeah. of the Invincibles. Mm, so you yeah. got Campbell and you know people like that. So. Yeah, they were, they were they were all tough, mate. They I can imagine. Stu- I can imagine Stuart yeah. Pearce was like going through a, trying to get through a brick wall, wasn't he? Yeah, he actually, my, my mate told me, he actually gave me a mention in a, an article that he did, Stuart Pearce, called me an horrible little swear word. Because <laughs> uh, I remember playing against him and le- leaving my footing on him a couple of times and being a bit being a bit ratty with him. And, and it, I don't know whether it was his book or and that's some article he'd done, just saying, yeah, that, that Devlin is an horrible little something. <laughs> to be honest, like, though. Yeah, you could hear him coming now. Because his, his legs were like that, like yeah. tree trunks. Uh, that brings me to another question as well. Did you ever get sent off, says Nigel Mann? Did I ever get sent off? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever get yeah, sent did, off? Did you not watch me down the years? Yeah, I, I probably got sent <laughs> off nearly as many times as I played. No. I, 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 got, I got sent off far too many far too many times. Probably, I don't know, eight, eight nine times. Really? Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, my record was six minutes at Molyneux. That was my, <laughs> that was my quickest ever sending off. But yeah, I mean, I, Who I did you go through? Uh, Mo Kamara. Mo Kamara, the, le the left back. Six. And I, I'll tell you an interesting story. That was, that was my in-laws' first ever time they come to watch me. And they were a bit like getting in the, into Molyneux oh. because my dad was having a beer. So they're like going, excuse me, excuse me. Said they sat down. Said as soon as they sat down, they looked up and I was walking off. So my dad's got strapped <laughs> back up and took him back out to the boozer. And that, wow. they, 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 saw, they saw 30 seconds of me walking off the pitch at Molyneux. I love the bits. I love it when Steve Jenkins scores the own goal. Is it you Steve Jenkins? Steve Jenkins scores the own goal when he heads it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have. Yeah, when I ran up to him and celebrated in front of his, and he got sent off. Yeah. Well, didn't that's a... Shame. Yeah, yeah, that go, was go, that was just because I think that was that was late on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, yeah it was a late back to Stuart Pearce, though. Go on, sorry, sorry, Paul. Go go going back to Stuart Pearce. Do you reckon he was a hard man, or do you reckon it was all image? Yeah, he was a hard man. No, we listen. I mean, I, listen. I, I'm on about hard on the football pitch. I don't know whether he could have a scrap, but he was hard yeah. on the football pitch. And I'm telling you, you'd be receiving the ball and you could hear him coming. It was like a, a bloody ball was running down to get you. But yeah, he was the, he was, he was tough. The, the veins used to stick out of his neck when he used to shout. Yeah. I remember yeah. And he, he, could, he could play as well. He could play as well. Yeah. Though, you know what he I mean? was a great player. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, re I remember actually, you know, what a fullback that I, I didn't mention and I should have done. When I made my debut for Nuts County, and bear in mind I'd only I'd only been out of Sunday football six weeks, yeah. and at that time Kenny Sampson was the most capped fullback for England. He had eighty six oh, yeah. caps for England, and I play, He was at Coventry, and he was coming to the end of his career. And I remember playing against Kenny Sampson. I think he was thirty six, thirty seven. I was nineteen, and I'm thinking oh, I'm going to run all over him today. Mm. Never had a kick. Yeah. Never gave me a kick. I mean, he was only a little fellow. He's probably a little bit smaller than me. But he was so strong and so quick and just a really good footballer. And that always stuck out in my mind as well. Yeah. Mind you, I think yeah. I think Teb I think Tebley would have Peters. <laughs> uh, you know what? I spoke to him the other day. I spoke to Tebs the other day. Yeah, yeah messaged me on Facebook. Yeah, he's he's uh, got his cognac vineyard or something, hasn't he, over there? But Tebs was a great lad, you know. I I had a couple of spells with Tebs at Sheffield and Blues. Yeah. Real, real good fella, and uh, and let me tell you, he, he was hard as nails. He yeah, was yeah, hard yeah. As nails, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But, but one of the only players, one of the only old old school players, to still have his own song that's active. <laughs> that's yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Team yeah. <laughs> He'd be another amazing, <laughs> be another amazing guest, wouldn't he? Tebbly, if we could get Tebbly oh, on, that'd, oh, be great. Yeah. it'd be great. It'd be a great guest. You speak English. Send us a bottle of wine. His English isn't great. His English no. is well. It, it wasn't great. I mean, I, I wouldn't imagine it's going any better if he's been living in France for the last twenty yeah. years. But he's in, yeah, he can speak English, mate. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Yeah. When, when he was at Sheffield, he was he was devout, married man, and didn't drink, didn't smoke. He had three years at Celtic. He come back. He was divorced. He smoked. He drank. <laughs> he, he, done, he done everything called English. That's done. Glasgow, Glasgow killed. Glasgow finished him off for three years. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would do, wouldn't he? <laughs> okay, we're into the last 15 minutes, lovely, believe it or not. Oh, and, um, oh it's God. I'm a year. Let's put the clock back an hour. Is it back or four an hour? I don't know. Mm. And of course, it's Halloween and bonfire night. Uh, we're not really out about to celebrate either of them. So, the last 15 minutes tonight is anything to do with Halloween and or bonfire night and football. Anything to do with Halloween and bonfire night and football. Bigo. Oh, Make me laugh. Oh, God. Oh, Paul Devil. <laughs> Paul Devil. In. 
Yeah, well done. Well done. Excuse me while I leap off for two uh, seconds. How about, how about uh, Frankenstein Worthington? <laughs> oh, what one? Frankenstein Worthington? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that one. I'll go with that one. We've got, so, we, we got a game Saturday as well, haven't we, before the next show? So we've got Wickham Wednesday night. Yeah. And then Saturday. Have we got Saturday? Yeah. Anyone know? Yeah. Um, no, I don't know off the top of my head, mate. You, oh God, you know what? Like, when, 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 when it was Crows, it was Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Bournemouth. we got Bournemouth, yeah. Bournemouth. on Saturday. Bournemouth. What do we reckon to that? Banger. Oh, God, somebody will tell us who we got it out. When was crowds out? I'd know, I'd know pretty much, you know, the whole season, Paul. It'd be mad yeah. and planned. But, uh, you know, I can't, I can't get into it at the minute. can't get yeah. into it. Shade family, I like that one. <laughs> Bournemouth, <laughs> apparently, called Sea Portman. Thank you, Sea Portman. Yeah, yeah, Bournemouth at home. I'll take a point against Bournemouth. Yeah. Be, yeah, we're good, to get, we're good to get four yeah, points from the Park Rangers, yeah. so we've got a little bit of disparity going on there. So I can't put my phone off the that they've done. So mm, it's either Bournemouth or Queen's Park Rangers at the minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anything to do with fireworks, bonfire night, and Halloween and fall. Jay Adams family. I do like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hurstfield. And Chris, we're going to be doing Chris, we're going to be doing some charity stuff, aren't we, for um, the Great Christmas Giveaway? We are, yeah. Uh, we've got we've got to sort out the finer details, which uh, our friend um, Craig Courtney is sorting out. Yeah, yeah. Watch this space, Chris. Oh, okay, Debs. Another other reason for having you on tonight then is um, obviously your, your your daughter's illness, uh, so mm. we can have some awareness about this uh, and uh, Addison's disease. Yeah, I know you've told us about it before, but there are other people watching now tonight. Oh, half-time lead, no less to two. Uh, um, Addison's disease, explain what it is and, uh, and explain what you do. Um, yeah, I mean, Addison's disease, it's, it's a lifelong, life-threatening condition. Uh, there's there's no, no cure for it um, at, at the moment. Basically, uh, she got an infection and this destroyed her adrenal glands. So she doesn't produce the hormones that the adrenal glands would, would, would normally produce. So basically, anything to do with stress, illness accident things like that she doesn't produce the hormones that can can fight it off so it's mm. it's lifelong medication um and we just have to be you know obviously you can imagine with corona and all that that's going on there we have to be really 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 careful we have to get her up at six every morning uh, give her a steroids to basically keep her alive so i mean i'd, I'd never heard of it until no, no. two or three years ago when she got di- diagnosed with it um so yeah, it's been a bit, a bit, a bit of a life changer for her, obviously, but for, for all of us in the family as well. And, and what we've done the last few years, we've just done fundraising for her. So if new treatments do become available, rather than you know they're available, but we can't afford to get them, we you know we've tried to raise a pot of money for her. So if and when they do become available, she's got money there to to go straight in and and get it done. If you know, if it's ever a possibility in the future. Is that in America or right. you need to go to? Well, wherever, I mean, because yeah. it's such a rare disease, you yeah. know, it, I think there's only 150,000 people worldwide got it. It's, it's, it's quite a rare oh, disease. Um, so there isn't a lot of specialists out there looking into it. And I know that the, the top one in, in, in England is Professor Hinmarsh. Mm-hmm. I think he's based down at Great Ormond Street or somewhere somewhere like that. Um, but, there, you know, we, we just hope that in years to come there's, I don't know whether it's be some sort of transplant or some sort of cure that, you know, just might give her a, a better better quality of life. And it's a strange mm-hmm. one because you can look at it and you think you, it's one of those invisible illnesses. 
where you can't mm. see uh, anything yeah. anything wrong with her. But you know, she can go from being fine to to what the call is an adrenal crisis, where basically she's she she can be dying, and you've got to give her an emergency injection. Mm. Uh, you know, and and let me tell you, if you you know you, I wouldn't want to go through it again. You're, you're sitting in a hospital and you're seeing your daughter on a on a yeah. table turning blacker and her eyes rolling. The thing is, I bet you feel so helpless as well. You know? Helpless, yeah. There's just nothing yeah, you can we're, do. We're, we're lucky because a lot of kids don't survive when they have an adrenal crisis. Uh, we mm. were lucky. She, she, she's had the one where, obviously, she got diagnosed. She had another one about a year ago where my wife had to give her an emergency injection and, you know, it was obviously hospital for a few days. But, you know, t- touch wood, she's here, mate, to fight another day. So exactly, just, yeah. You know, we yeah. just want to do what we can for her. There's always that's hope. Yeah. There's always hope. And of course, with, with yeah, all the money, the money that's there's always money going into you know, research and so forth. You know, yeah, and, well, that, that, listen, Chris, that, there's always somebody working. Hope, you know, yeah. she's only she's only thirteen, fourteen at the minute. So ten mm. years down the line, five years, twenty exactly, years, yeah. Yeah. You, you never know what's around the corner. No, that's right. Yeah. And there's always people working on these things all the time, yeah, yeah. all the time, twenty four hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I was going to say, sorry, Paul, uh, Dev, uh, have you got any sort of uh, fundraisers planned for next year when all, all this is over? Have you got any more charity yeah, events well, or anything like that? I mean, we, we had a couple of great events last year. Obviously, you know, with the way this year's gone, there, everything's mm. yeah. spanning in the works. You know, Paul came to a, to a couple of them, didn't you, Paul? Mm. You know, we wanted yeah. to tell you how. Yeah, we had yeah a great, it was a good night. We, we yeah. had a great, we had a Q&A like thing that night with a few of the old players, and we had a... A real good charity match against Wolves at the Telly Two really, one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two one, really yeah. strong teams, so that was great. And then we had a, a nice golf day where two of my absolute all-time heroes for Blues actually came down and played. You know, Mick Harford and Tony Coton. Yeah, you know, great to great to see them. They they turned up and come and played for for Annie in a golf day. So yeah, we well, you know yeah. we'd like to do I'd like to do another match, another another event. So yeah. and, and and a golf day, but obviously this year we've had to just put everything everything on ice, really. Mm. Yeah. The Sedgemere, the one at the Sedgemere was good as well, yeah. wasn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Go on, Nick. Eat anything. We're always here on a Monday. Every Monday night, yeah. we're always here. All the way through the season. Always yeah. always here. Right. Do you want me to go through some of okay, these? Okay, getting back to the We've got Jeff Hurstfield. Yes. From Linda. It's <laughs> uh, quite good. Uh, Grant Poltergeist. <laughs> somebody Rocking was asking... Bruce. Sorry, Nick. Somebody was asking if Dev's going to do a 1-11. to 11. It was a bit short notice, wasn't it, Dev, to be fair? Because obviously, no, yeah, um... I've, done I've, I've done you a 1-11. to 11, yeah, he, he has, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has, yeah. Ro- ro- Bobby's egg pie. We've got hotter chocolate. Ooh. Did you do Random Did you do it from the players you played with? Though? No, my fa- just my favourite players. Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. I just yeah. I was after one from the players you we'll played. We'll do Maybe that. Ne- we'll do that next oh. time. We'll do that yeah. next time. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm fighting them, Charles and Zombie. <laughs> yeah, <good one. laughs> that's a good one. Uh, Halloween Rooney, uh, Paul Pumpkin, Lantern <laughs> Donovan, <laughs> Jimmy Sparkler. I like it. Oh dear. <laughs> Was <laughs> Latin Ibram Abramowitch? Abramowitch, yeah. Gold Furlong, John Spector, which is clever. Yeah, Gold Furlong, Jack, Jack G, uh, Mark Kinsella, Mark Kinsella. <laughs> 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 oh, that's gone. He's, oh, gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's uh, gone. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, remember my Mark. <laughs> 
Uh, just going, just going back to Annie. Uh, Jackie says uh, she's a beautiful girl, and her cakes look amazing. I, I got to admit, they do look good, don't they? Those cakes. Yeah, uh, she's good at making them. She's not too good at the washing up. No, I can imagine. Yeah, I can I'm, imagine. I'm the kitchen. I'm the kitchen porter when she's making the cakes. I want washing up. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm like the washer upper and delivery board, so I, I have to go and deliver. <laughs> Five minutes to go. Lovely, but Martin Scartell, uh, Barry Fry. The 13th, very I do like that one. Somebody's thought about that, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> I can't read that one out, but it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one Yeah, yeah. Hit, hit, hit on the thriller. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gary Gill <Gilletine>. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly do crack me up on a Monday night. Love. I do like the John Smith it. one. That's been well thought out, hasn't it? Brian Hughes, you're going to call. Ghostbusters. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> Clever. What, 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 about, David... uh, what about Crypt Hutton? Crypt Hutton. Yeah. No? Hang, hang on. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I don't that, boy. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about David Dungeon? Yeah, very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah, I like that very one. Good. I like yeah, that good. one. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, I've Uh, And Craig says, uh, as mentioned on the the show, the Great Talk and Talk giveaway has been launched and we will be raising for Addison's as well. And and Craig's uh, put the link up as well. So that's something we're hoping to do towards Christmas time. Uh, Stephen and Zombie. I quite like that one. Yeah, I quite like that one. And Deb, one question I asked Marcus Painter last week, and I'll ask you now. Who who was the most underrated player you would say you played with at Blues? Oh, underrated. Um, I don't know. It's... Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say it was underrated, but I always thought he had he had fantastic ability. Was Jonathan? He was he was probably yeah. the most the most two footed played with. Uh, you know, real good ability. I actually played him again at Sheffield, and they didn't like him up there. They hated him up there. So it was a strange one. But, but he done, he, I think he got I think he got from centre midfield the season before all came three hat tricks for Blues from centre yeah. midfield that one year. But yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know whether you under had, had some had a really good ability. Mm. Yeah, I think we were yeah. sport with Brian Hughes, weren't we? Straight after him, that was a thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Hughes was a great player as well, and you know, got got a lot of goals. You know, got a lot of goals from mid midfield. But uh, it's it's a tough one that underrated. What about you know, what it, about Tommy? What about Tommy Mooney? Yeah, Moon Moon's Moon was a good player, but it's you know when when I come back the second time, I don't know whether he he didn't get on with Bruce or he did get on with Bruce. He was he was sort. Of, in and, in and out a little bit, Moons, but yeah, Moons, Moons, Moons top lad and had a really good career, Moons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, you, yeah. you, you, look, you, you talk about people like Steve Vickers. Steve Vickers was really important in that in that promotion winning team. You know, a very quiet bloke off the pitch, but real real good leader. You know, mm. Jeff Kenner, people like that. Yeah, you know, Jeff um, you know, Jeff was a great player. So it, it's hard to pick one out because you know. Obviously, midfielders, forwards, goalkeepers—you know, every, everyone's different. But um, no, I was fortunate to play with some great, great players down the years there. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a real bond, wasn't there, between the fans and, and that sort of era? You know. Yeah, yeah, it was, and and, and it's it's you know it, it it's funny because I was only saying this to someone the other day. I think I think now with players at the top level uh, and probably even Championship to a certain extent. They're that far removed from the fans now. I don't know how often yeah. they socialise with them, how often they go and have a beer in the same pubs as them and all that. 
you know, do, will, will you ever get that bond with with, with players again? That's it. You know, it's that, that that's that's you know the promotion team, all good lads. Most of us got on great. We all socialised yeah. together. We go out and have a beer with the, you know, have, have the crap with people. So it, it, it's strange because I used to love it. You know, you go and play a game and you go off and have a beer somewhere and you'd be talking to somebody about the game and well, what, what's happened there? What, why did you do that? And what that? So that was all part and parcel of it for me. But. I think those times, especially at the, at, at the top level, Premier League level, I think they're just they're getting that far away from the, the people that go and watch them. There, yeah, yeah mm. definitely. Yeah. Nothing. That's what we need. Sorry, Nick. Go on, Nick. What money does for you? Yeah. It does, yeah. 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 Uh, Nick, yeah. I'll just I'll just read a couple more, and then you'll have to. Um, uh, well, I'll pick one off. Okay. Yeah, we've got uh, Darren Curse, which is a good one, and Lee Vamp, uh, Nigel Sphinks. Tommy Cowell at the Mooney, Trevor <laughs> Trevor Fan, Fanfix, <laughs> Grant Poltergeist, Carlos Boo Robin Van Per, Vampire C, Barry Horns, and I think that'll do. Darren Curse at the end. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah, Darren Curse. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. go on, Nick. Thanks so much for stepping in, Debs. You're always welcome on the Hilton Talk Show, as you well know. And uh, yeah. a friend of the show, and a top bloke, and an absolute late blues, mate. And uh, seriously, we've, we've, we've got so many memories between us, you know, and. I feel sorry for little kids nowadays because they never got to see you. Because <laughs> they, they were some proper, proper, proper occasions, kid. Well, sponsored by Ball Sports, this has been the Tilton Talk Show. Uh, we'll be back here next Monday. Two games to talk about next Monday. And hopefully, six points to talk about. But we'll have to wait and see. Thank you to Ball Sports, sponsors, principal sponsor of Birmingham City Football Club, SAS Autos, our friends at BHST, and of course, the Garrison the Club, Club and the Garrison, Garrison Coffee Company. Company. Garrison <laughs> Coffee Company. I did mention it. I did mention it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we've got to go. It's time to go. That's uh, sad so from Mrs. Brown. Good night. And from uh, Mr. Robe. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. Mr. Hicks. Good night, everyone. And from myself, good night. And of course, from Paul Devlin. Good night. Keep right on, everybody. Keep the faith. Keep the faith because I tell you what, things are changing. Things are changing down there. wish we could get and say, all right, well, bless and keep up. Good night. Good night. We'll support you till the end of the day.